God bless you, God bless you, and God bless even you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you let it, it will absolutely blow your mind, flip your life, and change your entire world. I thank God that you have joined in to hear what the Lord has to say to us on today. Let us talk to the Lord. Father, we glorify you. God, we bless your holy and righteous name. God, there is by no other word that we can be changed, transformed, uh, just flipped on our ear. God, we thank you for keeping us. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for loving us, loving us through all the things that we have done, God. You have been so gracious. You've been so kind to us. And we would be remiss if we just went on about our business without first saying thank you. You have been so gracious, so kind. You have kept your mind on us. You have kept your watchful eye over us. You have kept us from danger, seen and unseen. So we thank you for what you kept us from that we don't even know about. <laughs> we thank you, God, for loving us so, allowing us to be a part of your plan on today. There is absolutely nothing we could have done that could have earned us a spot in your world right at this moment. But yet, by your grace and your mercy, God, you've allowed us to be a part of your life's plan. Now, God, we pray. By the aid of the Holy Ghost, God, as we listen to your word on today, God, that you would allow your word to transform us, change us, cause us to be different than what we were before we first heard your word. We bind the devil in any sort of distractions that he may bring up, any sort of uh, roadblocks he may bring up, any sort of obstacles that he may throw our way that would keep us from being able to embrace your word on today is our prayer. Now, God, I pray that uh, those that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church, not the building, but we, the ecclesia, the church. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, I worship the Lord for you joining in with me every opportunity that we have a chance to study the Word of God together is an absolute blessing, and I do not take it for granted. Today, our journeys take us through Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, starting at the sixth verse. Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, starting at the sixth verse. We will read a few verses, and it is uh, my option at times. I will take the opportunity, if time allots and if God says the same, to read from several different versions so that we truly understand what the word of the Lord is saying to us on today. Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, starting at the sixth verse. And it reads as follows first from the New American Standard Bible. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from every brother who leads an unruly life and not according to the tradition which you receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example, because we did not act in an undisciplined manner among you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with labor and hardship we kept working night and day, 
so we would not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have the right to do this, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for you so that you would follow our example. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Now such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to work in a quiet fashion and eat their own bread. But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary of doing good. If anyone does not obey our instruction in this letter, take special note of that person and do not associate with him so that he will be put to shame. Yet do not regard him as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Let's see how it is worded in the um, New Living Translation. See how it is worded in New Living Translation. Again, Second Thessalonians 3rd chapter, starting at the 6th verse. says it like this in the New Living Translation. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this commandment in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who, lead, who live idle lives and do not follow the tradition they receive from us. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night, so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. Even while we were with you, we gave you this commandment. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. Let's drop over to the Passion Translation. I think you all are getting where I'm going, but I hope you're getting the same perspective. New Passion Translation, it says this, Beloved brothers and sisters, we instruct you in the name of the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ to stay away from believers who are unruly and who stray from all we have taught you. For you know very well that you should order your lives after our example because we were not undisciplined when we were with you. We didn't sponge off of you, but we worked hard night and day to provide our own food and lodging and not be a burden to any of you. It, was not, it wasn't because we don't have the right to be supported, but we wanted to provide you an example to follow. For when we were with you, we instructed you with these words, anyone who does not want to work for a living should go hungry. Now we hear rumors that some of you are being lazy and neglecting the work that these people are not busy, but busy bodies. So with the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, we order them to go back to work in an orderly fashion and exhort them to earn their own living. Brothers and sisters, don't ever grow weary in doing what's right. Take special note of anyone who won't obey what we have written and stay away from them so that they would be ashamed and get turned around. Yet, 
Don't regard them as enemies, but caution them as fellow believers. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning, in the few moments that I have left, I want to focus in on this verse. And this verse I'm reading from the message. It is the first verse of the passage. 2 Thessalonians 3 and 6 from the message it says this, Our orders, backed up by the Master Jesus, are to refuse to have anything to do with those among you who are lazy and refuse to work the way we taught you. Don't permit them to freeload on the rest. We refuse to have anything to do with those among you who are lazy and refuse to work the way we taught you. So from this the, the passage that I read, I want to talk to you these few moments on guilty by association. Guilty by association. You have often heard that term guilty by association being used when uh, someone is doing something that is out of order. And because you hang with them, you are accused of the same thing. Well, so it is in the spirit. My brothers and my sisters, if we are to be accused of anything, let us be accused of doing right in the midst of those that are not trying to do right. We go to church Sunday after Sunday. We go to Bible study. We go to Sunday school, depending on where you worship. You read your word. You have your devotionals. You talk to the Lord. You may fast during the week. God is giving instruction during all those opportunities with him. He even gives instruction when you're not in an organized environment to hear his word. If you are connected to the Lord, then you should always be hearing, <clears throat> excuse me, hearing from the Lord. Doesn't just have to be on Sunday. Doesn't just have to be on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. Doesn't just have to be during Sunday school or Bible study. You should be hearing from the Lord all the time. And just because you're not in Sunday morning worship or in Bible study or Sunday school or reading your devotional doesn't mean that you totally throw away what you learned during those times or that you are not obligated to follow what it is that you've been taught or modeled. So many of us got two faces. Can I just talk about two-faced church folk? You got one face you show on Sunday or at Bible study or during Sunday school or when you're talking to one of your saved friends. And then you got another face that you show and you act with when you're around your not-so-saved friends. We pick up bad habits from them. We, we, we allow those, we like to call them Sunday school words. You know they're not a bit more used in Sunday school, as my mama would say. You like to use your Sunday school words when you're around your other set of friends. There are things that, that go on in the church that may not be favorable to your unsaved friends that you'll share with your unsaved friends that keep 
your unsaved friends from ever wanting to be saved. Anybody understand what I'm saying? We start to tend to act like our unsaved friends when we're around our unsaved friends versus our unsaved friends starting to act like us when we're around. Why is that? We should be the model. Isn't that what the Word has told us? Isn't that what Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica? He said, listen, we learned how to, he used the example of how they supported themselves. He said, we, we didn't eat anyone's bread, anyone's meal without paying for it. We worked night and day so we wouldn't be a burden. He said, not that we didn't have the right to ask to be supported, but we wanted to be an example to you. But then the scripture goes on to say, but we heard that some of you all that we taught differently are acting like those that we never taught. He's saying, don't be guilty because you're associating yourself with those that we never taught. Don't act as if you don't know the right way to live. Don't act as if you don't know the right way to go. Don't act as if you don't know what God is requiring you to do as a believer. My brothers and my sisters, don't be guilty by association. You should not allow the atmosphere that you walk into to change you. You ought to have an internal Holy Ghost thermostat that changes the environment and the atmosphere and the temperature of the room when you walk in. Come on in here. When you walk in a room, it ought to shift the atmosphere. Now listen, it ought to shift it for the better, not shift it saying, oh, Lord, here she come. Oh, Lord, here you go. Now, if it's shifting because they don't want you to come in with what God has in you, then that's one thing. But if you coming in actually starting ruckus with your temperature, with your thermostat, then stay out of those people's room. I know I'm not using correct vernacular on today, but I want you to get my point. You should be the model. You shouldn't be adapting to what's being presented to you. Now, if what's being presented to you is spirit-led, then try the spirit by the spirit. You should know the spirit and should want to grow with them, like-minded, like-spirited. But if you're the one that God has set in with the model, if you're the one that God has set in as the example, then don't be guilty by associating with those that are not trying to follow the model. Adversely, conversely, you should be the one changing them. My brothers and my sisters, God has placed in us what we need to change the world. What are you doing with what he's put in you? Don't be guilty by association. Let's pray. Father, we glorify you on today. God, we bless you. We thank you, God, for those opportunities that you send us in to show others what you taught us to be. Now, God, even as we go out today, help us to be your change agents. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. 
Go out and be the change you desire to see. One person, one household, one divine appointment at a time. God bless you.